All right, welcome to another episode of Comic Book Squares. We got another great one today. My name's Shane. I'm Carrie. I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. Let's get this show started. All right, we're going to get the show started. So for this episode, we got a returning guest, Tyler Chen Tanner. He's the founder of independent uh, comic publishing company, A Wave Blue World. Got started way back in 2005. So we're going to chat with Tyler about some upcoming projects and we'll get started here. Uh, but first of all, Tyler, welcome back, but also congrats on, I guess, some 18 years or so in the business. Looking forward to 20 and then hopefully a lot more after that, right? So go ahead, kick us off. Let us know what you've been working on. Yeah, yeah, thanks. I, I ha, it has been a while. Uh, I founded it during my final year at the uh, Joe Hubert School. Um, so, you know, it did get an early start. I just went right for the independent thing. So, um, but yeah, it's it's almost been 20 years now, which is pretty amazing to like look thanks. back at that. And I've published something like 30 and maybe maybe I've hit 40 books now. So uh, it's been it's been something. You're a pro. Sure. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you just wake <laughs> up and keep doing it and then you... You turn around and be like, oh, hey, I've been doing this for a while. So, right. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Any big plans yeah. for the for the 20 years? Yeah. Good question. Oh, I man. There. <laughs> I should, you know, I, I need to make some. Um, yeah, I, I've been planning out <laughs> next year. So I guess next year would be um, the 19th. So, yeah, I mean, you know, next year I'll, I'll start planning to do something. I don't know. Maybe we yeah. should bring back like the first comic series I did. I'd love to revisit that one. Uh Adrenaline oh, yeah. was my first one. I did, and I was working on that one at the Cuba School. And Joe was actually like giving me like pointers and feedback and stuff. So I don't know, maybe That's like a cool. one shot or or a revisit. Like, where are they now for those characters? Or something? Yeah. There you go. Like, I don't know, just some ideas. But uh, well, they seem to always be like the WB. You know, everybody's clamoring for the uh, you know the Zack Snyder cut. So maybe it's the Tyler Chin Tanner cut. You know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something that, that that would be fun. Yeah, the director's know, cut. Yeah. Years. It's, it's it would be fun remember... to see. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, no. I was just thinking. I remember because when I started collecting comics, Marvel was having its twenty fifth anniversary. It had the had the borders with the characters around it. I remember that was one of the things that got me into comics. I was like, oh, look, getting these 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 covers, and the twenty five just seemed like so long. Like to think back to when the first Fantastic Four was that, and to think I'm almost at that point. You know, <laughs> you know now like closing <laughs> crazy. in on that. That's, that's, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I was going to say about your uh, if, if you ended up doing the going back to the first book, it'd be fun to even have at the end, like what you remember from like Joe Kubert's notes and, mm -hmm. you know, feedback yeah. and all that stuff. Just like hearing the your learning process along with it. I think that'd be of interest to a lot of people. I mean, I would. Yeah. I would love that. <laughs> That that would be really neat. You know, it's funny. I I published an Ashcan before that came out um, in two thousand five. So that was almost like the moment that I considered our founding. Um, you know, when I did that Ashcan between my second and third year, I brought that to conventions and stuff, and that had some of my early sketches. It was some rough, some rough stuff to see this like printed. I'd be like, man, I was it was like student artwork, publishing in the, but it was just like an Ashcan. But it was interesting to look back and see what I was thinking back then and my motivations and stuff. So yeah, I could, you know, reprint some of that probably because not many people have probably have seen that ash can um, as well as some other thoughts. Yeah, that would be pretty neat. So yeah. um, you'll have to have me back on for the 20th anniversary. For sure. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. We'll talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> 
So for our listeners and viewers, uh, if you haven't seen the original episode we had with Tyler, uh, we talked to him about his series Mezzo uh, and a little bit about the founding of Away Blue World. So you can go there to hear more about all the the that comic and stuff. But I want to bring up Mezzo again because I know that you've been continuing with it since we last spoke. So can you tell us what's been going on with that series? Yeah, and a little so, bit more about that series. So for those who haven't heard the original yeah. episode. Yeah, so that's the uh, Mesoamerican inspired fantasy. Um, it's it's completely like, you know, fictional fantasy world, but it's inspired by based off of Mesoamerican history, you know, Aztec, Mayan, that type of thing. Sort of like you take like a Game of Thrones that's based on um, the Anglo-Saxon you know, time period is sort of based off of that. So I wanted to play in that sort of world, but also not be constricted to telling the historical tale or, or anything like that. And I just thought it would, their, their mythology and just some of their migration stories and um, the eclipse and dealing with things like that, I thought was ripe for a fantasy series. And uh, my original collaborator on that was um, Josh Zingerman, who also went to the Hubert School, and he did the character designs of the first two issues. But then Val Rodriguez jumped on from issue three of, of volume one and worked straight through volume two, which came out last year, which I thought was really neat, re really fun working on that one. And yeah, we jumped right into volume three and we were working on that, but he got hired to do a vault series. And his first series published work was through vault um, called Deep Roots, and he's about to have a second one come out. It's called Unnatural Order. So I feel like I want to give it a plug because, um, you know, Val is, is my collaborator on it. Yeah. So it was great to yeah. see him get another another go at Vault. So I was like, yeah, take a break. It's fine. You know, so uh, he took a break between <laughs> yeah. he's completed the first three issues of it. And we were originally going to put it out, you know, this year, about this time. Um, but it's fine. No, no big deal. Happy to push that to next year so we could do that. And he's only got two issues left. So he'll come back at the end of this year, finish that up and, and we'll put it out early next year. Um, yeah. And yeah, so for the people who haven't been reading it, read it, I mean, and you should go read it, but it's yes. really just, <laughs> um, you know, the backdrop is the solar eclipse is coming. And 12 years ago, um, when the solar eclipse happened, it caused this earthquake and volcano, which destroyed a city and sent some of the population into the other smaller tribes. And they decided that they should rule everybody because this was the, like a lower civilization. So it's sort of a clash of civilizations. Mm -hmm. And now with this new one coming up, you know, they're a bit worried about what's going to happen this time. And the empire that rose from it has declared, you know, their God has deemed them to rule over everybody else. And if they don't conquer the land, God will punish them again. So that's sort of their motivation for, for taking over everyone. And volume two was Battle at Coben Rock. That's where we saw the big battle come to a head. Um, and so I don't really want to spoil it. So I think people should go yeah, read that. Yeah. But, but number three <laughs> is sort of the, the fallout from that. So yeah, yeah, super excited to get that out next year. That's a he that's a heck of a setup. You know, you know, when you talk about it, you know, you talk about the clash of civilizations and, the you know, the ruling class. I don't know if you're watching it. I, I, ben, I imagine you might be uh, Foundation. Oh, yeah, Apple Plus. of course. <laughs> oh, my God. Fantastic stuff. I mean, I know a lot of people don't like uh, Asimov, you know, but uh, uh, I, I think what they've done with this is, you know, kind of like what they did with Blade Runner. You know, they took the element of the story um, and they, they I mean, it was, you know, it was like Dune, right? It was once deemed unfilmable you know they tried it in the 80s and it was kind of like 
is that the one with Sting in it? You know, and then, it, you know, from there, it kind of was like, you know, it, that was kind of the cult thing. And then it got a little, you know, a little more popular. And then all of a sudden, you know, uh, Dennis Villeneuve comes out with his after the Blade Runner and everybody was like, holy crap, you know. So you talk about that. And I, I think that's a I think that's a, a common uh, I shouldn't say a common theme, but I think that's a real good theme uh, because I think it's prominent um, in, you know, I think in some ways, you know, with the big two, right, they talk about that kind of a thing, but it's more focused on the characters where like with the stories that you guys have been writing, you know, you, you're talking about the, um, uh, you know, you have the um, the consequences for the whole civilization, you know, because as we all know, you know, when that era sort of, you know, the Aztecs and, you know, the Mayans and all of them, eventually it all sort of died out and nobody really knows why. Nobody really knows what happened. So I think, like you said, the mythology is there. And you've got this huge sandbox to play in because I don't think it's it's a lot of it is not, you know, it's undocumented. So you can really mm-hmm. sort of pick pick an area and just sort of, you know, drop your story in there, which I think is pretty neat. Yeah, yeah, that was exactly the idea. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of it was destroyed, too. You know, when um, the Spanish uh, conquistadors came through and there was a big battle there and then they just you know destroyed a lot of the records and. Um, right. Some of the new discoveries have actually come from satellites. That's one of the things that mm-hmm. I learned um, because the, the forest is so dense that they just right. you just don't come upon all of these mm-hmm. old cities and sites. So since right. satellite technology, they've actually been able to find some of these very remote ones. And that's given them new things to sort of read the carvings on the walls and the columns and stuff. So that's yeah. sort of yeah. um, grown, grown our knowledge. Yeah. I mean, we're talking uh, some bigger, you know, societal and cultural implications. I was just really digging for the readers when you get into volume one, especially. I just really dig your Darth Vader esque uh, <laughs> villain, the guy who can't yeah. see, yeah. Uh, who can still, yeah. yeah, and he's, yeah, you know, I, I funny story. <laughs> yeah, he's a great guy, completely designed by Josh. Uh, I got to give him all the credit for for character designs. He did. He, he really started the series off great. He drew that helmet on him. I'm like, how does he see? He's like, I don't know. I'm like, you know what? He's blind. <laughs> Let's make this character blind. And his origin completely came from that. And I was like, you know, what? He, was, he was blinded during the eclipse. That makes sense. Oh, that's good. Um, but he gained yeah, this, right? these super extra senses because of it. Yep. Um, and so I thought it was kind of neat to have the big baddie, um, you know, like, be i guess kind of sort of like a daredevil in that sense i don't quite say it's yeah. not sonar or anything but it's it's more of just the sensory thing um so it's been interesting to write because when he's like fighting and stuff you kind of you know like in my instructions to to the artist of val is like you know make sure you're thinking like somebody who doesn't actually see who can sense but isn't seen mm-hmm. so like we we have his head like don't turn his head around right like if somebody's coming from yeah, the side he doesn't, that's right. he doesn't have to turn first he can just right twah, just you know, go wax like him yeah. yeah 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 so it's been interesting playing with that it's kind of like the uh, oh, yeah. kind of like the uh, the character in a uh, rogue one you know, mm, I'm one yeah. with the force and the force oh, is with yeah. me. You know? He's just, he can't see. And he's just striking out with the bow staff and just knocking people <laughs> all over the place. And you're like, man, how does that dude not get laser blasted through the chest? And, they, you know, and eventually, unfortunately he does spoiler, right, but right, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. man, he made it almost a whole hour and a half. Look at that. <laughs> well, I mean, that's kind of, everybody gets it in that movie, right? I mean, like, I think you know that. Yeah, yeah they do. Yeah. <laughs> that, is, that is definitely the entropy movie of Star Wars. 
course. You know, I, I, I got to tell you, um, I, you know, I've, uh, and I don't know, you know, whatever's propelled you to it is, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad, but I've started seeing some more, um, you know, of, uh, of your, your publisher's uh, titles in some of the local comic shops. I actually, I actually uh, ordered and made them pick up, you know, back when it came out, Crash and Troy. And I don't know what it was, but I, you know, when I, when I first heard it, when we, I think when we talked to you a year ago, um, and, you know, and I, I was looking at the title, I don't know what, what it made, why it made me think of this, but uh, do you guys remember the video game Ratchet and Clank? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a PlayStation game. I don't know, but I say Crash and Troy, Ratchet and Clank. It just, it mm-hmm. kind of sounded that kind of, but I, I really, I, I really like that title. You know, that was just like a playful little book that I really, I dug that. Oh, that's great. It's so great to hear. Yeah. I just got uh, yeah. nominated for Ringo Award for best uh, humor comic. So, did it really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, fantastic. So, hope, See, hope so there you go. Uh, yeah. yeah exactly. That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, that's good. The- I mean, because some of the titles you guys had were, you know, I mean, just great stuff, you know, just really, really, you know, deep thinking stuff. But it's nice to to throw something out there that just, you know, it's just one chuckle after another, too, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. But I did think it dealt with some issues, you know, that yeah. I don't know, that, that are similar, just in a more space intergalactic way, because you yep. got the rival you know, planets and, and things yep. like that. And, and uh, I, I, yeah, I, I really like that. Cause I know, I know we really didn't talk about it. We got into some of the more weighty stuff, but I just wanted mm-hmm. to let you know, I really like that book. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's perfect. I think, I think, uh, you know, some people would like that really trying to keep pushing that out there and get, Oh yeah, for, for sure. So. Yep. Have you seen, speaking of what Paul was saying, have you got to see like, uh, since we last talked a bigger expansion in the new markets for a wave blue world? Yeah, we've been building like in so many different avenues. And I think that's just the world today. But like, you know, digital is picking up and we're getting more readers all over the world who are reading it on the different digital platforms. Um, We're growing in the book market, you know, Barnes and Nobles and independent bookstores are picking us up and and comic book stores. You know, it's uh, um, it's been an interesting time over the years with periodicals and comic book stores. And are we going more bookshop? Are we going in? comics but i kind of give you know retailers some props man i mean they've gone through the pandemic and everything and i think we've yeah. got some of the best comic shops and comic book stores owners doing the best work that, that we've ever had in the industry so um yeah i'm just trying to get to know as many of them as possible <laughs> i'm yeah. gonna try yeah. out some of our books and um you know really really build that relationship yeah Oh, can you, uh, so continuing on with like the new stuff for, uh, Awake Blue World, um, mm-hmm. I, I know you had sent us over, um, the cover for, uh, Sharp Wit, the company of women. You said it's an mm-hmm. anthology. Uh, can you tell yeah. us about your involvement with that anthology? Yeah. So that was a Kickstarter book and they did do a Kickstarter version and I think it's, they're going to be distributing it shortly. Um, but we picked it up for retail and book market distribution. Um, there's going to be an extra story in it because there was one that didn't quite get finished in time. And, you know, we'll mm. put our own sort of trade dress and production value into it mm-hmm. um, and bring it out into like a bigger audience. Because I think that as for as much as it did well on Kickstarter, I think that when people get a chance to pick it up and, and look through the finished copy that uh, there'll be a whole new audience for it. Um, and the idea is it's um, sort of women like throughout history, but it's not historical. I mean, like fantasy or um, not fantasy, but um, well, sort of fantasy, but like fictional tales through history of women 
and empowerment all through sort of the lens of, of a sword or a sharp object, right? So you've got sort of like the Joan of Arc and um, a pirate mm. tale and things like that. So it's yep. it's like action and adventure and a little bit historical, um, but also just, you know, very much about women empowerment and, um, um, you know, those kind of themes, you know. So yep. some yeah. great work, some great creators in it. Um, I was just blown away. Like, I like the idea, but when I saw the finished stories, I was just like, wow, we get some amazing creators in this. So it's a beautiful book, and I'm excited to put out our edition in March for Women's History Month. Awesome. Perfect. Yeah. That's awesome. In fact, well, as you off off camera uh, for the listeners, Paul and I were just like, just talking up that cover, too. It's just mm -hmm. gorgeous. Who did the cover art? Do you know? Tula Lote. I think I pronounced her. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah, she's done some amazing covers. I'm trying to think what I've seen the covers that she's done recently. She did a, I know she did a book with Scott Snyder uh, that was a comicology yeah. original. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's um, awesome. Well, yeah, this one was gorgeous and definitely draws you in right away. Mm -hmm. It's one yeah. thing Paul and I were talking about is like yeah. picking apart the, the different scars. little details. Yeah, the scars mm -hmm. and yeah. that. And it's just, it draws you right in. So, yeah, yeah. so it was amazing. Yeah. And uh, so, so oh, one sorry, other, go ahead, Paul. Thanks. Yeah. So one of the other and this kind of goes back a little bit. So we'll, we'll jump back and forth a little bit. But uh, <laughs> I was going to say, well, and, and the reason is because, like I mentioned uh, before, you know, I've seen a couple of titles in the comic shops and, you know, this one, it, it's a little older. It goes back a couple of years. But um, American Terrorist, mm. um, you know, that's one, you know. I'd like to maybe see you revisit. I don't know. You know, I know you, you've got you've got the collected edition, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't know if there's any more plans for something like that, but, uh, you know, I don't know if you know, watch the news or anything, but, <laughs> you, <laughs> there's, know, there's, it's, you know, it's social, so, yeah, very yeah. socially uh, relevant. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We put, that was the second book I ever published. And right. I was putting that out during Occupy Wall Street time. You remember that? Oh, oh that's yeah. right. Yeah. One percent. Yeah. yeah. And, um, it's only just continues to say relevance and relevant. And it's, it's weird. It's one of these, like it's older books and uh, mm -hmm. yeah, there's just always something in the news that's fits with what we talked about there. So um, yeah. I don't have any plans to like revisit cause it's like a 200 page full book yeah. and it ends it's like pretty or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd love to just keep getting that book out there. Um, yeah. If people aren't burnt out of politics, like, yeah have you ever met howard shaken or, or spoke yes. to him yeah mm -hmm. yeah i mean if you remember quite a few years ago i don't remember exactly what year it was but he put out that uh divided what was it called divided states of hysteria yeah yeah and if you haven't if you haven't read that or haven't read it in a while man that's that's some weighty stuff i mean he Howard doesn't hold back, you know, he's, right. no, he, no, he no, says no. What, exactly what's on his mind. And it was another book. I think it was, uh, if I get this wrong, forgive me. I, I think it was Scout Comics uh, might have put it out, um, The Recount. I don't hmm. know if you guys are familiar with that. Yeah, that take a look at that. It's called hmm. The Recount. Um, okay. And that's that's basically one of those where, uh, you know, the vice president doesn't feel the current president actually won the election and takes action. Oh, okay. This, this is probably a couple of years ago. So once again, I say, you know, well, you know, somehow socially relevant, but it was, it was pretty crazy stuff. So there's been a, you know, and then the recount actually came out with a um, um, kind of like a, 
I don't, I, it wasn't a series, but it was like a one shot, uh, like two years after the original series. The original series was like three issues, I think maybe, but mm-hmm. it's called the recount. So if you guys like that kind of stuff, like, you know, and it, and it's, it's real similar to, uh, to your book, Tyler, you know, so that's why, that's why I bring it up. You know, those were the couple that like jump out, you know, you don't, mm-hmm. you don't see a title like that in your local comic shop sitting next to Batman. <laughs> right. So, so when you do, you're like, Whoa, that's wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I love that yeah stuff. no, we definitely were trying to get some attention. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. I yeah. mean, it's it's got to it's got to be great though to go into your local comic shop or or just hear that, uh, you know, that your stuff is making it out there. It's 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 unfortunate that the shelves are as overstuffed as they are because mm. yeah. there's a lot of stuff that sits there for a long time. And you know, I know the other publishers. You know, you know they you know the the comic shop has to buy 25 issues of this you know Marvel title. Um, mm. you know, that doesn't leave a whole lot of room for, for, you know, for others month after month after month, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that is the business. And it's why I've been just trying to find a nice balance between, you know, putting out something consistently, but mm-hmm. not too often, you know, or not on top sure. of each other. Like we're always only putting out one book at a time, you know? So, yeah. you know, like that's yeah. our focus for right now. And, um, you know, same thing with our audiences, like, you know, we're not asking them to buy too much or spend too much money all at the same time either. It's just like, yeah. all right, we'll have another book out, you know, next quarter, or we're just running a, you know, one series yeah. for this year, you know? So, yeah. yeah. Well, you Speaking know, it allows of, people to oh, catch up too, because I'll tell you, you know, oh, yeah. uh, Marvel has to do, Marvel and DC have to do the one page recap because mm-hmm. I can't remember what I had for breakfast most days. <laughs> you, know, yeah, yeah. Buying, you know, I'm buying the stack every Wednesday and it's like, uh, you know, they just start going with the story and you're like, I, I, I don't even remember, but whatever, just page turn, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah. Oh man. So, but uh, I'm sorry. I was jumping to speaking of like uh, the stuff that's coming out from uh, from yeah. Away Blue World. What's on the docket? What's uh, coming up for yeah. 2024 and uh, beyond? Uh, uh, yeah. If, well, if you mean, can share, if you can share, I can share a, l- a little bit. Um, but I mean, some of it we've already we've already talked talked about. Uh, but I didn't want to oh, skip yeah. over Tower coming out in September. Yeah. Um, we just ran that's that right. series. Um, you know, that was a five issue mini series mm-hmm. and the book is coming out at the end of September. So that's, you know, our one remaining book for 2023, because, you know, as I said, I don't, I try not to do too much at a mm-hmm. time. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's really exciting. I think that'll be neat to have in a collected book too. Um, because, you know, like you said, with mini series and all the other comics that are out mm-hmm. on the shelves, you know, sometimes people don't get a chance. Um, and I know we sold out of right. like number two right away and I'm like, Man, I don't know if people are gonna, like how many readers did we lose from them not being able to get number two or something like that. But that's a, that's just oh. an issue that you you run into. I mean, it was always available digital, and I, I try to get some more out there. But you know, that's just sort yeah. of the nature of things. Um, but that's a really neat sci-fi uh, story. It's sort of like um, a Ready Player One meets Hunger Games. You know, it's an all-out competition, but it's all through sort of this virtual reality world but they don't know quite what's happening to them outside it's sort of like um that tv show that was really popular um about them working inside why am i completely forget severance oh uh severance. oh severance yep. yeah mm-hmm. yeah exactly yep. right so they're inside yeah. this game but they don't have they're like how did we get here we agreed to this you know yeah. kind of like thing. <laughs> but they don't know why they did it so they're a little bit right. lost and and confused and then inside it's it's all about this getting to the top of the tower and they've got to fight each other and they gain weapons and animal assistance like these virtual like shells of like there's a be- you know yeah. bear or a wolf and 
and things like that. So it's really a fun action. It was fun to see it being done in a comic book page because, you know, used to seeing that on screen, but that they were able, the way they were able to use panels to give this sort of like tunneling feel, claustrophobic, but also open it up for like the battles and all the, the digital stuff and the pixels and, you know, people get hurt, yeah. you know, they get pixelated and stuff. So that's a really fun series. And, and that's coming out. Um, in September, like I said, of this year. And then, yeah, our first two books um, we talked about already. Um, Sharp Wit and the Company of Women will be our anthology yeah. that comes out in March. Um, and that's really neat. And then Mezzo Volume 3, uh, The Trial of Rodin, you know, starts uh, in May, the first issue. And that'll run for five issues. Yeah. And so, yeah, those will be our first two releases of uh, 2024. Um Really exciting stuff. I'm, I might have to do some sort of sword-themed promotion for 2024 <laughs> because we've got Sharp Wit and we've got Mezzo. So plenty yeah. of blades and swords there for you go. There you go. That'll, that'll be our theme. Have, have, have like, remember the old foam swords they used to sell, you know, in the toy store? Just, yeah, some kind of foam sword, you know, design, your own design. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> kind of like, like He-Man's or something, you know? No. <laughs> No, we got a chance to like uh, read the 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 collected edition of of Tower, mm-hmm. and yeah, man, the artwork is just on point. I love your guys' art. I mean, the story is obviously really fun and intriguing, you know. But um, as we've talked about on the show, you know, it takes a uh, all pieces to like fire, you know, together to like yep. have mm-hmm. a really intriguing book. And thankfully, yeah, your your team here with the action, you know, shots, the action panels and stuff, they mm-hmm. really captured like, I don't know, they really capture that look and feel. And you feel like yep. you're, <laughs> Paul and I have talked about this before. Sometimes when you're reading a book, it's almost you forget you're reading a comic and you're like mm-hmm. in it like you're watching a movie. And that's how <laughs> I felt a lot looking through that's- this one. Um, yeah, I mean, you got great. a ninja star flying, like the close up on the ninja star, but you feel like, or the, I don't know what they're actually called, but <laughs> shows how old I am. <laughs> yeah, sure. I know, I know that from reading Usagi Ojimbo. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, the, there you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Either that or turtles. You know, I'm sure it was mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so, what um, are you reading right now? Oh, what are you real fast, uh, because I did want to yeah. neglect, because we oh, talked about yeah. Tower, um, the team yeah. there, which is great. Um, there are two writers, yeah, awesome. Camus Johnson and Kelsey Barnard. They met in acting school. Uh, Camus was on the um, Batwoman TV show. He played Lucian oh, Fox okay. and, and Batwing. Um, and then Kelsey's his writing partner, who they met there. So they were fairly new to it, but I love this idea. And then so we got Chris Cross, who's a you know, industry veteran. He worked at Milestone. He did like Spider-Man for Marvel. Mm -hmm. So we needed somebody who really knew what they were doing. And then same for Andrew Dollhouse, the colorist who's been around for a while. Like he made that, like that finishing touches Mm -hmm. on that. Like the line work looked great, but to see those colors pop like that for, Mm -hmm. like you said, like the weapons and and everything like that. So, you know, hats off to them for for the team Mm -hmm. on that one. Oh, it was great. Yeah. um, No, you. Yeah. Uh, What am I I reading? (laughs) It's so hard to find time to to um, yeah. read. I, I do go to comic shops and and um, pick up mostly indie. Though I think I've been picking up some some Marvel DC here and there. Oh my god! Can I look? Yeah. Can I cheat? Can I cheat? <laughs> hey, it's never cheating. Especially hey, the the bigger the pull list is, the harder it is to remember. No, I know. Yeah, I've got my rack back here. Um, is that the know, vault I, one you picked up during a con? Didn't I see that? <laughs> which, 
which oh the, the oh, vault, yeah, the... yeah, my display. That was yeah. at comics. That was at Comics Pro in Pittsburgh. And yeah, um, that's know, right. I drove there, so I had my car, you know, with a big trunk and everything. But they had flown in, <laughs> um, and they're just like, we don't want to take this back with us um, <laughs> so i was like i took it in the car so i put in the ball tree paperbacks yeah i love Vault. i've been reading um you know a lot of their their stuff i love barbaric money shot came out oh uh, yeah Barbaric's money awesome. shot money a really cool great. one he then uh, oh these savage shores is one of my all-time uh favorites um mm-hmm. i love rom v uh, so I've been reading his yes. uh, detective yes. comics and and stuff. So that's like the mainstream. I've been doing that. Um, I've been reading the X twenty three, the new X twenty three comic, because um, oh, Erica yeah. Schultz writes that. That's really neat. Mm-hmm. I just like that character. I hope they do more yeah. with her. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I know she Erica's was, a uh, great writer too. The, 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 yeah. Yes. And then she just put out um, Christabel, which is really interesting. I just got that. I don't know where that is. My studio is a mess, but um, <laughs> you should check that out as an independent title. Yeah. I should have been more Very prepared. Cool. Uh, I'm like, no, 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 no. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I read mostly indie, you know, whatever, whatever company something comes out with. Because, um, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of us, I mean, I just published The Wave of the World, but I feel like a lot of my peer group, it's like, it could be a scout, it could be a mad cave, it could be, you know, whatever. So I just yeah, follow, yeah. you know, whatever the new one is and, and pick that up, pick that up. So, yeah. Yeah, 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 and there, and there was some good stuff coming out. I'm glad their uh, Titan Comics has picked up uh, Conan the Barbarian. I'm looking forward to getting that uh, because yeah, yeah. when we were in uh, when we were in Phoenix, uh, what was that? Now two months ago already. Yeah, yeah. Ben, <laughs> I, I I traveled out to Phoenix to to see these these three cats, uh, Ben, Shane, and Mike, and we actually uh, we actually did a series of interviews from Phoenix Fan Fusion. Um, and we, one of the creators we spoke to was Dan Panosian and Dan mm. Panosian is doing, um, he's, he's, you know, I think he did the cover. I, I can't remember if he did the interiors, but we talked to him about a bunch of the stuff that he had done and how he started and how lucky, how lucky he got, you know, his, he just fell into it. He, I don't know. He was, he submitted his artwork and what, what did he say? Neil Adams or something looked at it and was like, Hey, this is pretty good, kid. You, here's what you got to do. And let me send your stuff over to the editor. He was like 16 yeah. at the time, you know, and I'm just really? like, wow. well, yeah, oh, yeah. I was like, man, what did we do wrong? You know, Gee, I was, <laughs> I, they, got, they, they must have got my stuff lost. You know, I must have put the, put the wrong address down. I just said Marvel. And of course, they didn't get that right, you know. Right. But um, yeah, there, there, there's a couple that I, I picked up. I, I told these guys about it. Um, there's one called uh, Scrapper. And it's uh, it's about these these dogs who are like sentient. They have like collars on that allow them to communicate with each other, like in words almost. And uh, and it's kind of like a post apocalyptic thing. And the dogs are going out every night, like looking out for people, right? So they're like jumping into the middle of danger and all this. But but the uh, it's it's almost like a kind of like a like a Blade Runner type world where. Um, you know, they send out these drones at night and, you know, and these and the, the, the law that, you know, the, the magistrates at night come out and they look for these dogs and they try to hunt them down and bring them back. And, and all this, that's crazy. And, and then there's another one I picked up. I'm going to have to read it again because I don't know what the hell happened. It's called Shit Kicker and Bullseye. Wow. I was like, okay, I love the title. I got to have it. And then I read it and I'm like, what the hell did I just read? And I knew what the premise was and it's still, and it's still, I'm like, okay. And that's a great thing about a paper copy of a comic. You know, you can always get mm-hmm. to the end and go, 
let me do that again. You know, <laughs> I don't know what the hell I just read, but yeah. So crazy yeah, stuff, crazy fun. stuff. Yeah. Hey, um, uh, Tyler, before we, we head off here, can you uh, share with the listeners and viewers where they can go to learn more about a uh, wave blue world and uh, your upcoming projects? Yeah, absolutely. The best place is our website, which is just awbw.com. I may have a crazy, hard to say. Yeah. Right on um, your shirt. Exactly. <laughs> awbw.com uh, is our website. Nice. Thankfully, I was able to get the four-letter URL, so I didn't have to make everybody remember. <laughs> the Blue World. Wow. <laughs> I love, I love Because I came up with my company while I was still in art school. And I was like, yeah, this would be yeah. funny. <laughs> and now I, here I am 18 years later. So publishing a way for <laughs> Worked um, out, man. Worked out. Rolled the dice. At least it's different. You know, some people yes, complain yeah. about it, but I'm like, but at least yeah. you know me. Even if you can't say the name, you know I'm the one. That's right. You can't say. <laughs> that's um, fantastic. Yeah. So that's the best place. I'm on, you know, most social medias as just Tyler mm-hmm. Chintanner um, or a Wave Blue World, you know, Facebook, um, Instagram, or whatever that what tweet twitter used to be x twitter, <laughs> well, yeah, twitter we might be leaving that one i don't know yeah instagram and, and facebook are probably our main ones yeah. um for yeah. sure and we'll so, have yeah. uh oh sorry no no i was just saying you find me there i was saying we'll put the links then and uh we'll have those links in the show notes and in the video description on youtube so take a look there and make sure you visit their site uh, and keep up with all Way Blue World stuff. And on the website, correct me if I'm wrong, Tyler, but you guys have back issues and stuff as well, mm-hmm. so people can catch up on, on these stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shop um, has all the books um, that we've published, and I just send them out here, like, right, I just pack them up securely <laughs> and send them your way. So, yeah, it's a, it's a good way to get it if, if you're looking to pick up some of our titles because I'll just ship it right out to you. Yeah. Okay, well, that was just a fantastic interview with Tyler. You know, it's always fantastic. It's it's just great to, you know, uh, have independent creators on the show and and visit with us. And, you know, they can discuss firsthand what they've been working on and and things that are coming up and, and uh, just what's, you know, what's going great in the world of indie comics. We really enjoy, uh, you know, this opportunity to bring this kind of content to the audience. Obviously, it's a lot different than what's typically on the shelf. So always give them a try. We'd love to keep you know, bringing you this kind of content. So don't forget to click the like and subscribe button down below. Everything will be in the show notes. So thanks for watching and listening, whether you're on YouTube or you're listening to the podcast. We look forward to seeing you all in the next one. And remember, look out for the little guy. Take care.